אוקיי רבותיי, חודש טוב ומבורך, חודש הרחמים, חודש אלול. So uh, I think uh, we have to begin, at least today, discussing some of the things that connected to חודש אלול, specifically the מנהג of סליחות. And I think we need to get the מנהג uh, clear, what are the שיטות, what do we follow, what do the אשכנזים follow, and uh, maybe we'll come up with some, uh, with some חדושים. So just in order to start, the starting point is going to be in the tour. The tour is in Siman Tavkof Pe'alef, in Orachayim. So it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful tour over here. I'm reading. Ve'yesh mi shemarbin lomar selichot v'tahanunim mirosh chodesh elul va'ilach. So he brings down the benag. that some have the custom to say Sidiqot from Nosh Chodesh Va'ilach. That's one custom. Then he brings down from Rav Kohen Tzedek, Minhag Beshtei Yeshivot, he had Yeshivot, and his Minhag was, Lomar Sidiqot V'ta'anunim Ba'aseret Yemet Teshuvah. They only did it during the 10 days. V'chen Amar Rav Amram, Rav Amram Gaon, בעשרת ימי תשובה משכימים לבית הכנסת בכל יום. ומתחיל שליח סיבור אשרי, they start like we do with צריכות אשרי, וקדיש, ומתחיל תחנונים. ומסיים ואנחנו לא נדע, and they say קדיש afterwards. ואמר רב היי, רב היי גאון says, מנהג לומר תחנונים בהנח עשרה ימים, לחוד. The minhag is to make us sidiqot uh, during the 10 days of teshuvah. Veshama'na, and I heard, the miksat atravata in certain places, kaimim mirosh chodesh elul. They start from mirosh chodesh elul, ve'amrinan, debez salik Moshe lehar bepa'am shilishit. That's when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to the mountain the third time, the third 40 days. ונחית בלוחות שניות ביום הכיפורים, and he came down on יום כיפור. So the 40 days stop from Rosh Chodesh Elul until יום כיפור. אלול ראשי תיבות, אני לדודי ודודי לי, and the סופי תיבות of אני לדודי ודודי לי is יוד, 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 which is four יודין, which is 40, which is a remez to the 40 days that Moshe Rabbeinu went up and he got kapara. רב היי גאון, וכל המוסיף למקש רחמים זכותו לו. The more the merrier, the more זכות he has. ואנו מנהגנו כהנך דקיימה מראש חודש אלול. אז רב היי גאון says that his מנהג is ראש חודש אלול. ומנהג אשכנז, then the tour brings down interesting, כשחל ראש השנה ביום חמישי או בשבת, When Rosh Hashanah comes out on a Thursday or a Shabbat, like this year, Rosh Hashanah is on Shabbat, as matchinim biyom rishon shelefanav. So they start sedichot from the Sunday before. La'amod ba'ashmol et ha'boker, ve'omnim sedichot v'tachanunim. And they say sedichot v'tachanunim. So bottom line, we have in this tour over here, three basic minhagim, regarding the Sidiqot. Minhag number one is the Minhag that says they went up, they started to do it from Rosh Chodesh Elul. Not much on Rosh Chodesh, because we don't say Sidiqot on 
Rosh Chodesh, but we would start it after Rosh Chodesh. This year, for example, those that have the Minhag, today is Rosh Chodesh, so we're not going to say it on today. Tomorrow is Rosh Chodesh, so it's Friday, we're not going to say Sidiqot on Rosh Chodesh. Shabbat, we don't say Sidiqot. So you start the first day of Sidiqot, Sunday. The another Minhag we said is from Rav Amram Gaon, and he held that the custom is to do it only during Aseri Yimit Teshuvah. That means, uh, if you do it on Aseri Yimit Teshuvah, it's really not Aseri Yimit Teshuvah because you have Rosh Hashanah is two days and Shabbat is a day, but only during that week, let's say, between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, that's when they do the Sirihot. And then you have the Minhag of the Ashkenazim, our brethren, and they hold that you make Sirihot the Sunday before Rosh Hashanah. When Rosh Hashanah comes out on a Thursday or a Shabbat, you start the Sunday before. Of course, if Rosh Hashanah comes out on a Monday, they are not going to do it the Sunday before, because only one day, they're going to do it the previous week. And we'll see exactly what the reason of that Minhag is. Where did they get this four days before? What is that? We understand our custom. Our custom is when Moshe Rabbeinu went up, we understand the minhag of Rav Amran, Aseri Me Teshuvah. Okay, those are the days of Teshuvah. But when is this custom of the Ashkenazim that they do four days before Rosh Hashanah? We have to see exactly uh, where that came from. Fine. So there's a very, very interesting uh, hakira. Hakira means you know, an analysis to try to understand what is this Inyan of Sidichot? Where does it come from, the Inyan of Sidichot? What's the, what's the reason why, why you would do it? Well, we know already that the Pasuk says in Yeshaya, Dirshu Adonai Kira'u Karov. And the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, Yudhet, call to God when he's close. So the Gemara says, when is God close? Elu Asarayamim Shebin Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippurim. These are the uh, 10 days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippurim. Those are the best times to get close to God in order to pray, in order to rip up the Gizardim. Hence they're called Aseri Yemeh Teshuvah. So the question is, when we call these days Aseri Yemeh Teshuvah, well, part of the Teshuvah process obviously is to call out to God. Ze'aka, uh, Tahanunim, but also when we talk about Teshuvah, could be these days are also earmarked for Ta'anit. Because part of the Teshuvah process is Ta'anit. So how do we look at the Aseri Emet Teshuvah? Are they just days of prayer? Or are they days indeed of uh, even Ta'anit? So there's a very interesting Rama over here, Rabotai. Open up Tapkuf Pe Aleph. I'm reading Mara Rama in Halakha Bet. Mara writes an interesting custom. I recommend that to all our members to fast Erev Rosh Hashanah. This year Rosh Hashanah is on a Shabbat, so you fast on the Friday, you go into Rosh Hashanah fasting. That's a minhag that Mara brings down. Mara brings down a minhag to fast, so that's a serious fast. But then the Ramah writes, mm-hmm. 
Wow, so the Ashkenazim have a custom that they fast the entire Asirim and Teshuvah. And Ramah writes, Bechit Nachon Na'asot. Oh, oh, oh. So what are you going to do over here? Obviously, you have Rosh Hashanah over here. How are you going to do Rosh Hashanah? We'll get to that in a second. But first you see what? That the Ramah understood that Aseri Yimit Teshuvah, that the Teshuvah process is Medin Ta'anit. Not just pray. You have to make a, 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 a Ta'anit. However, if you look at Rav Hai Gaon, Rav Hai Gaon is quoted by the Ritz Ge'at, the Ritz Ge'ut in Hilchot Teshuvah, and he writes like this, Uldad zu, anu notin ve'osin sha'asir yemet teshuvah, elu yemet teshuvah mikru, yemet som lo mikru. Aha. And that what it says, that the days of asir teshuvah are kira'u b'yito karov, says the Ritz Ge'at, lo l'mikbe'inu b'ta'anit. It's not to make a ta'anit on those days. Ela l'hitpalel, and the proof of the pudding is, he writes, Whoever doesn't fast during So therefore, the Ritzke'ah, which is the tradition of the Sefaradim, which is Sefaradi, that's what Rabbi Gaon followed that, we brought that down from Rabbi Gaon. He brought it in the name of Rabbi Gaon. So therefore, there's a, a, a tremendous difference the way we look at Aseri Imet Teshuvah. Ashkenazim look at it as these are days of Ta'anit. That's part of the process. It's a fast day. And the Sfaradim look at it, no. The days of the Teshuvah are days of supplication, days of tefillah, days of prayer. Well, based on this, Rabotai, we now understand another halakha. If you look at the halakha in the laws of the Silichot, Maran writes in Siman Tuf Kuf Pe Aleph, Nohagim lakum ba'ashmorat lomar Silichot betahanunim merosh chodesh elud ba'ilak ad yom so Maran brings down the Benhag of Sidichot, starts from Rosh Chodesh Elul up until Kippur. Now listen to the Ramah. Umenhag b'nei Ashkenaz enoke. The Benhag of the Ashkenazim is not so. Ela, what is it? He says, Ve'omdim ba'ashmoret lomar Sidichot b'yom rishon lefnei Rosh Hashanah. Now where did they get this custom? Yom rishon lefnei Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is on a Thursday, they start from a Sunday before. What's the Minhag? So this is the Mishnah Brunah. Mishnah Brunah says, unbelievable. The Mishnah Brunah says, Ifkatan Vav. Mishum sheharbe nohagim lit'anot asara yamim. Oh, because according to them, Minhag of the Ashkenazim, they fast during Asim and Teshuvah, they have that custom. Ul'olam yahsiru arba'a yamim. You're always going to be short four days. How can you fast Asirim and Teshuvah? You have two days Rosh Hashanah where you can't fast, Shabbat and Erev Kippur. You're not allowed to fast Erev Kippur, you have to eat. So therefore, what do they do to make up the four days? They start Silihot four days before, and according to the way we understand, that the Ashkenazim understand that Silihot is in Yanab Ta'anit. 
Then on Yom Ta'anit, you make Sidiqot. Like, like we have Yom Kippur Katan, they make Sidiqot. Mm-hmm. When there's a famine, uh, uh, in, in, or no rain, they make Sidiqot, they make the Ta'anit. So therefore, he comes along and he says, the Mishnah Rura, unbelievable. The four days comes from, you need to make up the four Ta'aniyot days that you can't do an Asim et so how do you make up the four days? You start silihot, which silihot and ta'anit go together, and you do that four days before. And he writes, "Da'inu shneiyamim rosh hashanah where you can't fast, v'shabat shuva ve'erev yom kippur." Lekach sadik lahashlim arba'ah yamin kodem rosh hashanah ukdeshi yom now. They picked the, the same day. They didn't want to pick. I mean, technically, if rosh hashanah comes out on a Thursday, so Monday, Tuesday. Wednesday, you have to start on a Sunday. And they picked Sunday just sort of be a, 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 a standard day. Why? Because Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah can come out, no adu. Rosh Hashanah can come out on a Thursday. So therefore, if you do it on a Thursday, they're doing it four days before, so you'll have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay, and if Rosh Hashanah comes out <coughs> on a Shabbat, like this year, they also do it on a Sunday. But you're getting more days. They pick the Sunday before. Technically, if, like this year when Rosh Hashanah comes out on Shabbat, and the whole week. yeah, they give the whole week. They could have done it four days before. They could have started, I guess, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But they didn't start on Tuesday. They started on Sunday to keep it. Keep it uniform. They don't want to start this year. We start on Tuesday. They know always the Saturday night before Rosh Hashanah. They do Sinihot Ashkenazi. Or the Sunday. Understand the Bodai? But again, you understand how the Ramah is learning it? And the Mishnah is learning it? It's Medin Ta'anit. It's Medin Ta'anit. That's why you have to make up the four missing days of the, of the Ta'anit. Good. Now, regarding... Saying silihot. Oh, now wait. But according to the minhag of this faladin, our minhag has got nothing to do with ta'anit. Our minhag is to say silihot midin ta'anunim. So therefore, we don't have to start four days before to make up days because even according to this faladin, we don't have to fast. So we can start the city hall whenever we want. We started 40 days before. Not because not we're trying to make up a ta'anit. Because we know that these days are merciful days. And they were the days of prayer. So come down the, 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 the mahout of the city hall between the Sephardim and the Ashkenazim is a little different. The Ashkenazim, they're connecting it with ta'anit. Sephardim is just between ta'anunim. If you say it's between ta'anit, so you got to start it four days before to make up the, the four days of, of, the, of the ta'anit. Mashiach, if you hold it, it's got nothing with ta'anit. So you can start it whatever you want. So then we started when Moshe Rabbeinu went up the last 40 days. That would be the, uh, be the difference. Now, regarding saying the city hot be yahid. Can an individual say the city hot? So actually, there's a Ramah over here. The Ramah is in Hilchot Ta'anit. Siman Tafkuf Tzamech He. The Ramah is in Halakha He. <coughs> Maran writes, "En a yachid rashi lo mash loshesrim midot." When you're alone, you're not allowed to say the yag midot by yavor. Derech tefilah as a prayer. Why? Because the marim should be kedusha. The marim should be kedusha. You can only say it with ten people. Abal inbal the oram derech kiri abe alma. But if you read it with the ta'amim, it's okay. 
So that's a very important halakha. That yad midot you can only say besibur, meaning without the ta'amim even, as a prayer. But which, by the way, is the ikar of the sidhot of the svaradim. The ikar of the sidhot of the svaradim is what? The yad midot. So obviously, for svaradim, you can only make sidhot seemingly with a sibur, because the main thing is the yagmidot. And if you're not going to have the yagmidot, then you, you do it biyahid, but you'd have to say the yagmidot with ta'amim. The Ramah writes, Vechen en liyahid lomar silichot. Oh. The Ramah writes, En liyahid lomar silichot, o vayavor. Both. Which is, which is very, very interesting. That means according to the Ramah, it sounds like, at least according to him, that the silichot is really a, uh, for the Rabim. It was made for the Sibur. Oh, so we have to see. It sounds like, at least for the Ashkenazim, and Rabbi Moshe Feinstein brings it down in Grot Moshe. In Ora Chaim Helek Bet, he says three rules for Sidichot. He's talking about the Ashkenazim. He says three rules are, number one, it has to be Besibur, Number two, it has to be at a time of Etratzon, Etratzon means from Hatzot Laila and, uh, and past that over there. And then he says, it has to be during the Asir Teshuvah. Meaning it has to be during the time of the year, time of the night, and the place, meaning Besibur. So you see a coin to the Ashkenazim, Sidiqot primarily is an inyan of Anyan of uh, Sibur. Whereas according to the Sfaradim, technically, if Maran says you could say the Yad Midot Biyahid, and for us the Ikar of the Sidiqot is the Yad Midot, so the Chawra, technically you could say parts of the Sidiqot Biyahid. You don't have to, uh, you don't have to, you know, only have a, uh, you, don't, you don't have to have only a uh, Sibur. Okay. And again, uh, it seems that for us, the ikar of the Sidiqot is the, is the Yagmidot. How do we know that? Because we have over here, we have over here a famous Gemara. Oh, by the way, by the way, the Mishnah Berurah, on this Ramah that says you cannot say Sidiqot Biyahid, he, he's very, very against it. He says, Abala Aharonim, Tamhu al ikaradin. De lama lo yomare yahid silihot. Why can't the yahid say silihot? Dehu ta'unim ba'alma. Veskimu de silihot beloch shlojus rebetot. Yechol yahid omar. So the Mishnabra brings down many of the under argue under Ramah. That if silihot after all is just ta'anunim, why can't you say it be yahid? And therefore the ma'aseh, the Mishnabra held, say it, just don't say the yad midot. I guess if you're going to say the yad midot, Sing it. Say what I want to see in the Sefer Ner Tzion, Rabotai. I'm pulling it up here. I didn't make a copy of it. But he says over here. By the way, he brings down that the Menhag of the Arizal was to say the Sinihot word by word from Rosh Chodesh, like we do. And then he says. He's giving you the time to do it. 
Okay, it's going in to figure out Hasot. Okay, says so you're supposed to say it slowly and proper. Ikar amirat asidichot. Hem yud gimal midot shel rahamim. That's the key. The main part of the sidichot is the yud gimal midot. Ve'asud lomar yud gimal midot belo kabana. Ve'sarich le'omram. Ve'yirah. Ve'retet. Ve'ziyah. Ve'yechavin. Ve'kol ma she'efshar. So that's very, very important. That's the Ikar Pris Faradim. Then he says, I'm looking to what he says, Be Yahid. Okay, a hazan. Oh, im en binyan be'et ha'ilat ha'sidichot. If you don't have a minyan, yachol lomar ha'yachid ha'sidichot she'en be'em yag midot. Aval yag midot lo yomar ela besibur. Umekol makom yachol lekoram betamim. Beautiful. Ve'otan ha'bakashot she'belashon arami. There's certain pieces of the sidot that are in Aramaic. יש אומרים שלא לאומרם כשאין מניין עשרה. You shouldn't say it. Oh, but he writes over here, אבל נוסח רחמנה, רחמנה את כלן כימה, צריך לאומרו, ולא ידלגנו. But the end of the city, what is some Aramaic stuff? רחמנה you can say. For example, מחי ומסי you don't say. You don't say other tefillot uh, that are maranada bishmaya. That's also in Aramaic. You don't say that one either. Interesting. Although he says, Kamin says you can even say that. But the point is, according to the minhag of the Sefaradim, Yahid can say so, and Ashkazim, no. So come that unbelievable, uh, if you're going to follow the Ramah, the Ramah says, it can only be said, Bisibur. Although the Mishnah says, he doesn't know why. Even an individual needs Rahamim. But clearly, according to the Sefaradim, that Ikar is the Yagmidot. Okay, so you can't say the Yagmidot, but Ta'amim. You can say the Ta'amim, you can say the other, other parts as well. Okay. That's that subject. Now we need to go, Rabotai, to the question that we have today. What is the Menag of ladies in Sri Where would we begin with this to discuss the hayyub of ladies and silichot? So there is a mekor that talks about ladies going to silichot, but it's in a it's a place that you know you wouldn't think it's in. It's in Siman Pechet. In Pechet, the halacha discussing over here, Rama in Pechet Aleph. Is a lady who's nida allowed to go to the Bet Knesset? So the Ramah writes, Yeshekat, who she'en li'isha nida, when she has the flow, bimed i'yata, li'kanes le Bet Knesset. She didn't go to the Bet Knesset. She should not. All it palel. Laskid Hashem. Ve'yesh omroim she'motelet bakol. Ve'chen ikar. He says, but la'alaka we all it's mutar, but then he says about a minhag, 
the minhag of the Ashkenazim is that when a lady's having the nida, she shouldn't go. But if she's in the clean days, even though she didn't go to the mikveh, for sure she's muta. That's why he says, Ubi melibun nahagu muta, heted. Beautiful. Then the Ramah writes, unbelievable Ramah. Even in a place where the custom is that ladies who are having a nida don't go. Why? Listen to this halakha. For all the shoes that are not allowing ladies to come to the Bet Knesset on the high holidays, they have to hear this halakha. The Ramah says, even those that do not allow Nida to go to the Bet Knesset all year long, why do they allow them to go on the Amin Nuraim? So he says, because everybody's going to the Bet Knesset, the Amin Nuraim, ki hu laim itzabon gadol, because it'll be a big depression for them. She'akon mit asfin, vehem ya'amdu chutz. Everybody's going to the Bet Knesset, they're going to stay outside? Unbelievable. Now you could argue and say, yeah, that's talking about where some ladies are going and they're not. But if no ladies are going, so there's no Etzabon. You understand? Maybe there's only Etzabon, it's because most of the ladies are going to go and then you tell them, oh, you need that, you have to stay home. So what are you talking about? Everybody's going to Shul, have to stay home? But if you make a rule, no ladies are going. If you make a, Shabbat is included. Shabbat is included. Only Yamim Nuraim. Only Yamim Nuraim. Only Amim Noraim. So now they're not learning that Kamala. Oh, so I wondered, but you do have to take into a calculation that the Alakat took into calculation that if the ladies are going to be Be'it Sabon, you got to let them in. No, you understand? Be'it Sabon. Now, don't be afraid with Corona. What, what, what are you talking about, Corona? Because they want to separate. In New York, the Corona is less than 0.024%. There's nothing. There's more people that have bloody noses than they have uh, the Corona. So, what are you talking about over Corona? How long are you going to have Corona until? Admatai, which means, so now you make a new rule, no ladies. Admatai, you have to take this in our mind to consider it. That means, if ladies are going to be be'etzavon, we adjust. And here, but imagine you tell all the ladies in the community they can't go to Shul and Oshana. They're going to be. Is it, you don't think so? Some of them, the religious, the very What are religious? Even a lady that's not religious. Who doesn't go to Shul and Oshana? You take that away from them? On the contrary, those who are more going to be upset. Because that's it, three days. That's it, three days. I know there was a lady in the community, a girl, single girl. Her father told her, sorry, you're not invited to come to the shul. She started to cry. She says, what do you mean? I, I'm going on a shidduchim. I need to pray to whatever I'm I should have a yiva. She, she broke down. What do you mean? I'm not going to make a minyan for, for, for ladies. So therefore, I'm just showing you this. So, oh, so Yamim Noraim, he says, is okay. Look what the Magen Abraham writes. So he says, Yamim Noim includes the first days of the Silihot. Well, according to the Ashkenazim, they have the four days from before, up until, up until Kippur. For us, it would be from the Shodesh So basically, he's saying ladies can come to Silihot. He's not saying they have to, but ladies can come to Silihot even when they need that. Because Silihot is. So here's one of the first Mekorot you see. That ladies used to go to Siliyot. Otherwise, what is he talking about? From the fact that the Magen is telling you, can a lady go to Snow when she's need that? Yes. Okay, so you see already a, a, uh, an early, an early Mikol. And by the way, by the way, the question really hinges on, 
Remember, we learned this. We just learned it this week. We just learned it this week. Uh, let's go back to what we learned in Siman Kufav. A lady's obligated to pray regularly. Forget about Sidiqot. Let's review the Sugiyah Rabotai. You remember the Sugiyah we learned this week? Based on the Gemara Berachot Nafchaf. Mishnah says over there, Nashim Hayavot B'Tfilah. If you remember the language of the Gemara, according to the Girsa of Rashi, it was, you know why ladies are obligated to pray? Because Tefilot Rahamim Ninu. Tefilah is mercy. And therefore we learned that if tefillah is mercy, ladies don't need mercy. Ladies might need more mercy than the men, by the way, to be honest with you. The point is, they have to pray. So we saw that according to those opinions that follow, shitat rashi, tosfot, they have that girsa, ladies would have to pray three times a day. Although we learned in Shuhana Aruch that he took the girsa of the Rambam, and Rambam said that tefillah for a lady for sure is hayab, but it's a mitzvah. But why is the lady hayab into praying? Not because it's Rahamin. Because it's a mitzvah aseh shelo hazman gerama. It's a positive kirim that's not bound by time. Harabam says that the praying is a mitzvah from the Torah. It says, Ul bechol levavchem. Ezu So it's a mitzvah to pray. Now, the Torah doesn't tell you when to pray. Pray. Once a day. When? There's no time. So any positive commandment that's not bound by time, ladies are obligated. So therefore, according to Rambam, ladies are obligated to pray once a day. their obligation. And Shohan Aruch quotes the Rambam that the reason why ladies are obligated to pray is because the mitzvah says Shelo Azman Gerama. So according to Shohan Aruch, you pray once a day. According to Ashkenazim, they say the Hamim three times. Then we went through this whole subject. Ayin Sham, I think it was Sunday Shi'ud. Oh, so the question is, ladies are obligated in Tefillah. The She'elah is is Silihot. A tefillah. I mean, my, my first uh, reaction would be, I don't know, Sirihot is the mitzvah tasseh shazman girama. It's based by time. It's not like a regular tefillah. It's bound by time. You only pray Sirihot during the 40 days of the year. It's not all year long. So if it's a mitzvah tasseh, minhag, it's not a mitzvah. It's, a, it's, it's bound by time. It's not a mitzvah it's a, it's a tefillah shehazman girama. That's what it is. It's a tefillah shehazman girama. So the Chawra ladies, and by the way, that's why you see most ladies do not go to Sidiqot, by the way. Look at the ladies section. I mean, don't look at the ladies section. My point is, you know, ask your wife and she'll tell you that they're not going to the Sidiqot. The only community, exactly, outside of Panama. Panama, when you go to the city hot over there, made a takana, everybody has to come to city hot. You think it's Erev Kippur. When you go to the shul, you say, what's going on in it? 300 ladies in the ladies section. Six, seven at 5 and 30 in the morning. Not 6, 7 in the morning. At 5.30 in the morning. You can't get a parking spot within three blocks of the shul. The, it, it's, 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 it's packed to the guild. You can't get a seat. At that, but that's Chamsiyon's Ameda Menhag in Panama. But outside of Panama, you don't have too many ladies uh, yeah, coming. Oh, uh, yeah, we invite them. We invite them. But how when do they come? They come. One or two come. Okay, you shouldn't be looking. But the point is, the point is, point is that they, uh, 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 the question is if it's a tefillah. If it's a tefillah. So I saw an interesting uh, uh, Ramah over here. Listen to interesting Ramah. This is a nice piece. The Ramah is in. An interesting minhag. So you know you have a hazan for the sidiqot. 
מי בא לגיא? בכבוד, מי לחזר פלסטיניות. סודרמה רייטס, ויש מקומות נוהגים שהמתפלל סליחות מתפלל כל היום. The guy who does the סליחות, they give him to be the hazan for the rest of the day. For shaharit. And the question is why? What, what, what is this uh, minhag over here? That is, it's a buy one, get one. You, you, you get סליחות, you get, get shaharit for free. What, what's the reason? So the Mishnah Abraham says an unbelievable hindush. כל היום, by the way, שחרית ומנחה. ומנעתו. וואי, שמתחיל במצווה אומרים לו גמור. גמור את המצווה. מתחיל במצווה, הגאי סטארטס המצווה, so you tell him what? פינש את. רבותיי, אני לא מנסתם את המשנה, אבל אז תורכת בערבית. מתחיל במצווה means גמור אותם מצווה. You started a mitzvah, finish that mitzvah. We don't say, if you started a mitzvah, you, we'll give you another mitzvah. You understand what I'm saying? For example, let's say I give you petichat ha'echal. Petichat ha'echal, you open the petichat. So now, when we take the sefer Torah back, finish the mitzvah, close the echal. No, I'll give it to somebody else. No, I'm at him a mitzvah, I'm going to give more. If you're in the middle of a mitzvah, we're going to tell you uh, to finish it. I always understood, the guy who was Hazat the Sidiqot, that's one mitzvah. Shaharit is a different mitzvah. But Mishnah is not saying that. So I saw others learn, not like the Mishnah Rurah. The reason why you give the Hazat of the Sidiqot to be Shaharit is a compensation. It's a pitzui. What does it mean it's a pitzui, it's a compensation? Because Sidiqot is only a minhag. So you're inviting the guy up to do all this work, and it's only a minhag. So give the guy an opportunity to serve the congregation in a hayuv. So therefore, it's a pitzui. The guy for 40 minutes is singing and praying and making a whole business. And they tell him, after he kept him in hag. All that, I only get him in hag. And now they invite somebody else for shaharit. I did all the work for the city. Oh, this guy gets shaharit. So tell him, you know what? Take shaharit also. So it's, a, it's the, a privilege to give him shaharit, to give him a... So there's a different reason. But I so brought down... Let's see who says this, Rabotai. I saw brought down from the... one of the rabbis uh, of the Soloveitchik dynasty. Rabbi Yashavir, Allah b'shalom. Rabbi from uh, the yeshiva. Yashavir Soloveitchik. The greed Soloveitchik. He said an unbelievable sevara. He says... I'm quoting him. He says, you're right. If a guy is hazan for minha, we're not going to give him musaf. Because they're two separate mitzvot. Or shaharit, we're not going to give him musaf. Why? Because two separate mitzvot. The tefillat minha, ain't no shum kesher im tefillat musaf. V'chit tefillat musaf, ain't no kesher im shaharit. Two separate mitzvot. We are not going to say, hey, the guy who's Hazan for Shaharit, give him Musaf, Matkhid the Mitzvah. But Lekach, no Shayak, no Mosh, Shemekot Shabbat, that the Hazan for Shaharit has to be the Hazan for Musaf. We don't say that. So he says, the Mitzvot Nifradotin, those are separate Mitzvot. Ach Beslihot, all bloody seats. Nir'el Lomar, this is a big Hadush. He says, the Mashal, let's say I got up, a guy got up early, five o'clock in the morning for Silihot. He went and he did the Silihot. 
And then he went to sleep. And he didn't pray that day. It's possible. Lo Because Sidihot is considered part of the tefillah. It's connected. It's all one mitzvah. Which means during a city of Teshuvah, or the of the 40 days, Shaharit is a different Shaharit. Shaharit begins not from Baruch She'amar, or not from, uh, uh, you know, uh, Akedah Yitzhak. During the time of Sidiot, Shaharit begins Sidiot. And therefore, if you didn't pray Shaharit, so what you do? Your Sidiot is hanging, it's not connected to a Tefillah. And that's the way he wants to understand the Mishnah Berurah. The Matil B'Mitzvah, the Tefillah, Yigmon, the Tefillah. So they're clearly learning at least based on this Mishnah and this and the way they're learning that Sidiot is in Yan of Tefillah. So the Kabbalah, I mean, it should come out. And by the way, if you look at the Sidiot, the Sidiot follows the order of a Tefillah. We have the Mizmoret Tirim we say in the beginning, that's like Pesuket the Zimra. Then we have the Vayavors, that's like the Amidah. How do I know it's like the Amidah? Because in the Gemara Rosh Hashanah it says, that when a Kadosh Baruch Hu taught Moshe Rabbeinu about the Yag Midot, because that's what Moshe Rabbeinu learned from God, taught him the Yag Midot. It says, Nit'atefa Kadosh Baruch Hu kishaliyah tzibur. God put on a talet like a shaliyah tzibur. That's like the Amidah. And he said, Vayabor. And therefore you have Tehilim, which is Pesuket Zemra. Vayabor is the Amidah. And then we say Vidui, Anna. That's like the Tefillah. Then we say Ledavid, in the city of And then we close, and then we say Kadishat Kabbal. So if you look at the city order, it's actually a, a skeleton of a tefillah according to the Mishnah, but that's actually a continuation, or it's the beginning of the tefillah. You do the skeleton of Sidon, and you do the Abatchim Bezvah, Menim Lo Gemor. So the Chaurah, according to that, I mean, uh, seemingly, technically, ladies should, uh, <laughs> I mean, if ladies are praying Shaharit, and if you learn that Shaharit, they're praying it either because Rahamin Ninhu. So what? So they they don't need to have Rahamin? Again, I, I I don't see anybody that and even if you can tell me Yag Midot, so the ladies can say Yag Midot. Let them come to the shul and say Yag Midot with the Kaha, what's the problem? So again, I'm not saying that ladies are obligated to come to Sidiqot. Clearly, we see that the Minhagas they don't. Although I did see Akam Ben Sinyar writes, he just says. Nashim be'etni datam mutarim or mutarot labol lebetekeresim biyom nishon shesulichot ba'ilach. He just said that even the ladies who nida, he allows them to come to the betekeres like we saw from the Magen Abraham. But regarding ladies in general, regarding ladies in general, we don't see anywhere where it says that they're obligated to come to the shulichot. But clearly. Baruch Abba, if they come and they sit in the ladies' section and they're dressed modestly, where well, they're not going to cause, you know, any takalot, I think it would be recommended, especially during this year, Rabotai, where everybody needs an extra measure of mercy. You know, if we would have known uh, last Elul what this year was going to look like, every lady would have been in Siliot for 40 days and 40 nights. We wouldn't have left the shul. Every man too would not have missed one day of Siliot. The problem is, we got used to that. that every year is good year, Baruch Hashem. All the years are good, whether you go or you don't go. It always ends up good. And unfortunately, this year was a rough year all around. And we hope that Tafshin Pe Aleph is going to be better than the end of Tafshin Pe. So therefore... Everybody has to accept upon themselves, especially this year, an extra measure of Rahamim. Even those that don't go to Sidi Hot, 
this year they should start to go to the Sidiqot, they should get up earlier there, and even their Rebetzins and their wives, if you can impress upon them, especially if they're praying every day. Remember we learned from Acham David, Acham David said, Acham David Yosef, that if a lady wants to pray three times a day, she can pray three times a day. She doesn't have to according to Sparadim. Good. So once she's praying three times a day, so she can say the Sidiqot. And even if she can't go to the Beit Knesset, let her say it be Yahid. It's not worse than a man saying it be Yahid. So again, it wouldn't be a bad practice for ladies to at least say it. Be, if they want to come to the Beit Knesset during the city hall, the shul should open up their ladies section. And finally, the ladies are going to be in great etzabon if you don't let them come to shul on Rosh Hashanah. That's a fact. And therefore, all the batikinesiot should make it their business to try to figure out a way in order... By the way, and that's a problem. I'll tell you it's a problem. You know that Akha says that our attitudes on Rosh Hashanah are the attitudes of the whole year. The Yerushalmi said you shouldn't sleep on Rosh Hashanah. Why? If he sleeps on Rosh Hashanah, his mazal sleeps for the whole year. If he gets angry on Rosh Hashanah, he's already setting himself. So imagine you have all these ladies on Rosh Hashanah that are going to be upset. They're going to be upset and crying on Rosh Hashanah because they couldn't come to Shul. You're making a Rosh Hashanah that starts off It's not a good siman. And therefore, the batekinists that are able to alleviate without any safety uh, compromises, that are able to do that, for sure we come out over here as well that they should be invited uh, to the city hall. Okay, we'll stop over here. Amen. Amen. peace. You can do it all day. Okay. You shouldn't do it at night, but. And the second one. Uh,